because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Looking through the sunroof. My name is Varun Kapadia. I am 21 years old. I'm an artist, producer, creative director, and founder of my own streetwear line called Yeve Streetwear. Written as YV, but you like pronounce it, so it's Yeve. Um, so yeah, I'm born and raised in Mumbai. I, I spent my whole life here. I went to the same school, nothing crazy in terms of like no switching schools, none of that moving around stuff. Um, I After school, I went to, um, I, I'm currently studying at Tufts University in Boston, which is where I'm doing my undergrad. So I will be going into my senior year now, like this September. And I'm double majoring in psychology and music. It's technically not music, it's music, sound and culture. It's this major that they have for the kids who are not so into the theory side of things. Because yeah. it's not really a music school. But um, yeah, I'm doing, that's my major. And uh, that's cool. Yeah. I have a lot to say about that, but I think I want to wait for you to finish your intro first. Oh, okay. I was about <laughs> to go on a rant about that, but. <laughs> no, we can, we can. Okay, I was just saying like, I'm I'm not musically trained at all. I I don't have any like um, formal training. I didn't do any of those exams and all that shit when I was younger. Like I was just, I just totally like, kind of went the autodidact way. Taught myself everything off of YouTube. And um, I remember when I was younger, GarageBand used to have. This is like ten years ago ish. GarageBand used to have built-in lessons like pre-recorded videos of like this instructor showing you, oh, this is how to play. And like, this is that, this is that. Like pre-recorded tutorials built in on the old version of GarageBand. And I remember like watching those videos a lot when I was younger, then trying to play around with GarageBand and um, with different instruments. Like I moved around with like guitar mainly, then like drums, keyboard, and uh, lot of random stuff in between xylophone cajon all that kind of stuff so i'm very intrigued by instruments how they work uh live sounds even though i'm not formally trained i was always i always found myself just like gravitating towards instruments and um you know just sound in general and how i can find a new sound or like experiment with a new style um and as i've always been into like audio gear audio tech so like going into like going into like um like over here in, in Bombay there's like Fotados, which is like the music store uh, uh near the metro cinema and I used to go there after school because my school was right there and it was like walking into like you know it's like walking into like a toy store or something even better than that like the biggest thrill ever you go and you test out guitars like the smallest thing would get me excited like oh some new strings they had or some shit like that it would just always be a thrill so i've always been intrigued with audio tech audio gear so it eventually moved from um instruments to kind of uh, midi instruments so like electronic uh, production equipment and uh, i guess when i was about um, 16 i started to try and produce properly uh, then by the time I was like 18, I full on got into it and shit and um, so I guess. It's amazing that you started this like kind of discovery process so early, early on. And I think some of the best way, like a best type of learning or the best way to learn is like self-motivated. You know, I think, I, especially I feel like when you're in the creative space, it's, it, yeah, a degree is almost like, you know, it's not completely necessary because, uh, you know, I think a lot of the kind of uh, passion comes from within, right? And then I guess the degree helps kind of uh, round things up a bit and maybe, you know, help connect with people and, you know, just to get a sense of what the industry is like. But yeah, I, I completely agree for, for myself too. As an artist, and I grew up in a creative environment. Both my parents are are artists you know my dad's a cartoonist my mom's a painter sculptor gallery owner so I kind of grew up in this environment and I, I myself also didn't study uh, any kind of formal art 
you know, I actually, in fact, did like an undergrad in economics and then did a master's in politics. Only it was only after like four years of that I switched and became a full time artist. And so, in this whole time, I was all, always creating. You know, so I I think that uh, uh, you know it 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 similar to what you're saying. Instead of going to a music store, you know, I would be intrigued by uh, you know, other things like uh, photography was what I, you know, started with. And so, uh, just like playing with light, you know, uh, with your camera and just going around and photographing. I mean, that was, that itself was like, you know, every day you go and photograph something new and you'd, you'd be like excited that, oh my God, this camera can do this, or you can do this with images. You can do this with composition or, you know, um, so, so yeah, no, I really like that story. So you, you always felt like kind of intrigued or inclined towards music. Uh, how did how did how did that change once you went into college? Like I know you started uh, all of this by yourself, right? Because now you're studying music. How how does that relationship yeah. evolved? Um, uh, I mean, it's it's funny you say your story with like politics and econ and stuff because I was in a very similar space when I was applying to college. Like I was always into music. I was always into like creative stuff in general, including photography and including just like anything to do with the camera, filming stuff. I was always into that stuff, but I didn't ever think it would be something that I take seriously. I, um, but I knew at the back of my mind, like I would always find myself just falling back on it. Like it just come, it just came at the end of the day but when I applied to college I wanted to do completely different stuff I wanted to do like history and international relations and uh, maybe political science econ that kind of stuff I was into that in school I loved history in school so I was like you know I'll I'll go to college and I'll do the same thing and it'll be fun or whatever I didn't really think it through at all but then I applied to college um, I applied to Tufts for like an entirely history based uh, like portfolio or whatever and I got I got there and I haven't even done one international relations class I haven't done I haven't even done intro to IR like I didn't even enroll in the class because I when I got there I was like I don't even know what it is like I, I don't even I don't really give a shit that much for me to like major in it and like be so involved in the subject so my freshman year and like midway into my sophomore year as well I was just um kind of experimenting with different uh, subjects, I guess. I was in, I was doing econ for the longest time. I thought that was what my major was going to be. Then I like, I thought, okay, I'll do econ and film. So I did film for a bit. Uh, I was doing music classes by default anyways, because I was like, how can I not do a music class? You know, like, like I never had music in school and stuff. Yeah. It sounded yeah. like you, you knew what you wanted to do, but you were still like I just, trying to see yeah. it something else, you know? Yeah, I was just I was just scared to accept what 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 it really was to me, and then I just figured it out. By the time I was in some international econ class, like some international trade or some something like that, and thing is, I like econ; it's fun and stuff. Until they involve yeah. the math, it's and all I don't stats. really, yeah, I don't want to sit that. and do stats and stuff. Like yeah. I feel like my mind can work better in different places, like creative stuff, where which is like my strength. So I don't. I, I had like a whole epiphany and stuff in my yeah. end of freshman year. I'm sitting in class, and it's like those big classes, like those auditorium like classes. So I'm all the way at the back, yeah. and I'm on my laptop, and like I'm sneakily, I've got like some one ear phone in, and I'm making some beat and. And then I was like, Dude, what are you doing, man? Like you're in some econ class, you're making a beat. You have to figure your shit out. So yeah. then I was like, you know, I might as well just, if I am majoring in something, I have to take music as either my major or my minor because I'm anyways doing it. So how how hard can it be to just make it into your major while also just pursuing my artist stuff on the, at the same time? So they offer this major called the music sound and culture major, which is uh, like a it's it's like an alternative to like pure pure music where they teach you a little bit of everything. So I thought that fit my you know just my character pretty well. So they teach you a bit of history, a bit of theory, a bit of uh, production elements, that kind of stuff. So I've been doing that, and then I also I kind of like discovered psychology in school. In in college, not really in school. So in school, I didn't ever do psych. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't even think psych would be my thing. I mean, in I India, the system is way more rigid, right? In India, the system way more. Um, yeah. So in the US, it allows you to explore things that 
you didn't think was absolutely possible, absolutely yeah. like and the thing is like my school like my high school like i did the ib program so that's supposed to be like a liberal you know like modern kind of curriculum compared to like icse which is what i did till the 10th which is a completely different story but i i ib they, my school was very new to ib so they didn't even offer the kind of more creative side of um subjects in school so like music wasn't there drama wasn't there theater and all this stuff was just not offered in the first place so it's not even like there an option to take it or not take it we just had to take whatever they offered which was like econ and sciences and stuff like that so uh when i hit when i when i came to tufts i decided you know let me try psychology it's very popular here all my friends have told me that i would like it so i sat in class and then i just like really liked the subject i realized that this is something that i already because it's about the human condition it's about the brain it's about behavior and it's not it's not like i'm trying to move into psychology as a career like i'm not like opposed to it or anything but i don't see myself doing it as a career but the skills that i learned through psychology whatever few i remember from class help me like in music they help me in like my day to day activities they help me in just like just like imbibing things around me and appreciating things talking to people like whatever i'm learning it definitely rubs off on my psyche and the way i want to present myself and more more than that it helps me like grow as a person individually which is a large reason why i pick psych and uh, the department is very strong and you know i never knew in my life that i would do like an entire class called emotion you know like that stuff is sick to me so um like as an artist and as a creative i i think psych really helps me unlock certain parts of my brain but it's again like you can do without it also it's so like <laughs> yeah no i mean i think it's important to to be able to kind of pull from different aspects of life and even with yeah. the the way your the way your degree is kind of framed with music culture and sound i mean yeah it definitely involves all these different kind of aspects you know i think mm-hmm. i think music is pr- probably one of the most powerful forms of um the arts you know in a way because it's something that people can have with them wherever they go and it's it's you know it's something that you Absolutely. can always be listening to as opposed to some other more rigid forms of art where for, for example a movie you have to sit through it for like hours or yeah. go to a gallery and you only then can experience certain kinds of fine artwork and stuff like that so it it's it's powerful um and then unlocking the human mind in connection to that i think you know it uh, it's a very like strong kind of mix uh um, yeah. yeah man very cool so what so i know you said you were making these beats while you were in class did you ever release that beat what would you, that you made in your last yeah, yeah. class you did it's it's funny like like my so often in these classes they involve like okay so like 10 15% of your grade is like your creative project so that shit was like a breeze for me cuz i used to just do like hey just make a song or make a beat or oh, this is an econ beat they don't give a shit so like <laughs> so i used to like i remember in my one of my econ classes i made a whole econ based rap and i put it on soundcloud and and then the professor loved it so much she made us like present it to the class so i'm just standing in front of my class and i just hit play and i'm just standing they're just staring at me while my voice is like rapping on the speakers and stuff so i would do stuff like that for my creative projects i would like make songs write lyrics based on like the chapters and stuff so yeah even like uh, in terms of um, like my 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 interest in fashion and stuff which started to like formalize itself in i'd say like maybe like 2 years ago around the same time i was like finding myself in music i was always interested in fashion and materials and the way like just apparel in general more like i was very interested in brand like just the concept of brand and like brand design and stuff like that because it's always been like oh i've always wanted like kind of design and start something of my own and but i didn't really know anything about it we didn't i never studied anything in fashion or anything regarding this um my my dad is an my dad is an architect so like i guess i i get some creative like you know there's some blood in me but like yeah but um yeah like fashion wise and stuff i kind of just had to go out go to different stores look at different brands feel different materials and then i was like you know this is something which is dope but even for like these creative projects that i had in school like one one class i did earlier like uh, cbs like cognitive brain science 
I for the creative project I like designed an apparel collection. Wow. Each, each piece is like a different chapter of the textbook because I had to follow the rubric. I have to like <laughs> yeah yeah. Grade and stuff. So yeah, yeah it, it's, it's fun. Like for these creative projects in college, I'm always going all out with either music yeah. or you know, something creative. <clears throat> Um, were you so, were you a kind of an anomaly in class, or in, in this sense, or were there other people also doing crazy things like Oryx doing alternative ways of, um, you know, uh, approaching these assignments? I I honestly I I don't think I was uh, I don't think there were many people doing <laughs> weird shit like me because like um, these yeah. creative like these creative projects whenever there was a creative assignment it would be like a big thing for a lot of my friends like oh shit what do i do for my creative project maybe i'll just make like yeah, a yeah. presentation and i'd be like come on man like what do you yeah. mean presentation like do something fun like you know you can literally yeah. do anything to give you the grade yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no. then I'm, i might just write a paper and then i'll just be like bro <laughs> so i feel like i wasn't a normally but I enjoyed doing, I always enjoyed doing creative tasks. So I didn't even look at it as an assignment. It became like my own kind of project by the end of it. And then I remember mm. I have to actually submit this, <laughs> and like follow yeah. the rubric and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so how did you go from there to, you know, getting to a point where you're actually releasing tracks, you're <clears throat> again, like kind of formalizing everything, working, you know, kind of within now the music industry. Yeah. How did, how did that transition happen? Um, so, uh, I, I started like making music when I was like 16, 17, as I was saying, like, but I didn't like, I didn't really know what I was doing then. I still actually don't know much about production. I am not like some, I'm not like any mastermind regarding production technique or anything. I'm very basic with it. But the thing is like, I figured out how to get certain sounds to work together and how they like, how they could sound together. I'm good with just understanding uh, rhythms uh, I'm good at understanding what works and that kind of stuff but when I started I had no concept of anything so when I was like 17 I started to like um, get into rap uh, like performing rap before that I was very into like single songwriter acoustic so sounding ambient sounding music and um, very much on the pop side of things and I was very angsty as a 16 17 year olds so that angle kind of like pushed me forward into like hip-hop and rap and my friends always used to encourage me bro you should rap like you know don't sing don't do all this Ed Sheeran stuff go into like rap stuff so I used to be like you know maybe I'll try it out someday and I ended up just trying it out while I was in school and trying to get into rap English rap as a kid from Bombay like no one wants to do this no one has even heard of this kind of a like forget about career like not even as a passion it was not a thing back then like it was very very like oh like attention grabbing and then judgment is passed kind of thing so uh so i was just like you know i'll just do it i'll try i'll see how it goes so i started to make beats on garage band as, as i was saying and i used to like write my own raps and then put it out on soundcloud and i did that till like 2018 until I started to basically just get a little better at what I was doing. I I had always found it easy to write. Obviously, my old stuff sounds like horrible now, but I found it easy to like just pen down my thoughts and make it sound metaphorical, make it sound like, you know, something that doesn't sound too basic. And um, uh, I eventually just like decided, you know, fuck it, let's go to a studio. So me and my producer at the time, we went to a recording studio. We recorded like this track and... Um, Which was your first track that you recorded? My first ever track. So so the, so like I used to like release music uh, all throughout 2017, bit of 2016 and 2018. But it was only till 20... It was only in 2019 when I officially um, kind of formed my solid artist alias Mizuchi in like yeah. in like June July 2019 so around two years ago I kind of announced I am Mizuchi but I was releasing music before that so people knew that I was releasing music before that but it was, it was of a difference it was, it was a different sound and it was a different level of production and like delivery and performance it was just like a level below what I started to put out as Mizuchi yeah. and uh, yeah I just started to put it out on platforms because like 
I didn't know it was that easy to put it out on streaming platforms. I always thought like, oh, you have to like know some guy and all, but it's not like that at all. Okay. It's so easy. Anyone can put out their music on um, major streaming platforms. A lot of people, um, you know, want to do this. They want to start or they want to start releasing music. And they've asked me like, oh, how do you start? And I have no idea what to tell them because I don't remember what was going through my head when I started. I just kind of did it. Like I didn't overthink shit at the time. Now I'm a major overthinker, but at the time I used to like be like, oh, new song come, we'll put it out like right now. Like it wasn't even like now when I, when I have a song now, I have to like give Spotify a couple of weeks, send it out to a magazine, send it out here or there. It's a whole process. But at the time it was just like, oh, cool. Like what is the earliest day it can come out? Choose that day and like, just, you know, wait for it to come out and send the friends it's a very different process but like looking back it's like it's all fond memories so i guess yeah my 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 process has just been like learn a little bit of producing on youtube get better get better eventually get better with with, with like word flow diction that kind of stuff then you know album artwork this it's like a whole process it's like a lot of stuff goes into a song not just like oh, this is the lyrics or this is the beat because I'm also producing my own work, which a lot of people like kind of like don't know about my music is because I don't really like, I don't go like, oh, I was so producer and all that. Like, okay, if you ask me, yeah, sure, I was, I did produce it. But that's a different aspect of the game entirely. Like, so I have the perspective of the producer and the artist, which kind of, it's like double the stress, but it's also... I feel more secure as an artist because I know I made this beat. So I know how it should sound over this beat kind of stuff. But um, it's because I just started doing everything by myself. I just started doing everything on my own. So I didn't know there was this concept of like, oh, this guy can make the beat for me. So then I'll just flow over it. And so I just made it myself and it just went from there. And I'm turning 21 this year. And you thought that I'd be done this year. I've just begun this year. Sick of walking. I just want to run this year. Sweet tongue with a passion. She looking at me like I'm handsome. But you're feeling like a phantom. But you're feeling like a phantom, baby. Sweet tongue with a passion. She looking at me like I'm handsome. But you're feeling like a phantom. But you're feeling like a phantom, like a ghost. This is the liberating aspect of, you know, um, I guess having a period of creation and discovery before you get into a formal kind of school. So this allows yeah, you yeah. to kind of, you know, go into the game kind of open-minded completely and allows you to allow you to actually experiment without any inhibitions and, uh, and all these aspects. Yeah, exactly. Like um, going off of that, like in my sophomore year, I was thinking a lot about like kind of transferring to a music school, like to, um, I wanted to apply to Berkeley School of Music. And when I was applying to college that time also, you know, like, uh, people ask me, did you apply to Berkeley and stuff? But I just said no, because I didn't even apply to music school then. I didn't even know if I want to go to a music school entirely. Because uh, I don't know, I don't want to be like, just music, music all the time. I'm, I've been good teaching myself so far. So I didn't think like at the time. But then in my sophomore year, when I started to realize that, you know, what I want to do with music, like production and that kind of stuff is not offered here at this uni. I was like, shit, like, you know, Maybe I should think about transferring. And then I thought about it a bit more. And then I was like, you know, I don't really need that. Like, I know a lot of Berkeley kids who are not doing what I'm doing, but they probably are like maestros in any kind of piano work or anything. So even in, in even at, even in my uni, like if I sit in these theory classes and stuff, I am like the worst in class. I'm at the back. I don't say one word. I don't know shit. And everyone around me is like straight up like, it's like knowing a language, right? It's like you need to know a language. And these kids have grown up studying music theory, reading sheet music, and I've not done any of that. So I'm surrounded by people who know a language that are, who are proficient in a language that I don't even know the basics of. So it's a huge gap between, you know, people in my class and me. And that used to bother me because I was like, shit, maybe like I have to know this to get better production. And to an extent, yeah, it, it, it definitely helps. It pushes you out a lot more. But then like they think about things very mechanically in my in my opinion. Like if I were to sit, if, 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 the, if the assignment was, you know, sit down and kind of make a song or make a beat, I could maybe make a beat in like 10, 12 minutes kind of thing. Like 
because I know how to start, I know what to look for, how to find samples. And I also know the languages of like, I know how to use a, um, like a software to make these, but that's assuming that everyone knows that it would still be a different process for, for kids who have like fully grown up understanding the technicalities of music. So I've, I've kind of had to make my peace with that because I don't see, I don't think in my life I'm ever going to reach that kind of mastermind level with understanding music and all that stuff. But I've never, I've never known it. And I've kind of, you know, I've reached this, this part of my life without knowing any of that. So I, I think it's okay. Yeah. Like I started the, the interview by saying, I mean, you're still so young and you're still early on your, in your kind of growth. So, I mean, the more you are in this space, I think it's just going to come to you naturally, like absorbing yeah. things naturally and intuitively rather than structurally which could be like a benefit because that could actually add you know a different sound to your whole like uh, exactly. music i mean speaking on that note which, which is one of the reasons i you know uh, like your music caught my attention because when i discovered your sound your music uh, there was something about the beats the sound that really intrigued me you know and uh, i i like hip-hop a lot but i kind of don't listen to it uh, right now as much as I used to maybe when I was growing up so kind of the early 2000s uh, but also the classics like Biggie and Snoop Dogg and all these guys so but my kind of knowledge kind of ends there uh, I like I'm with music I'm very eclectic so I go through different phases listening to different kind of thing uh, right now I mean I love deep house uh, house music uh, progressive house so I'm kind of in that space and so there was something that kind of caught my attention with this with your beats, you know, which is why I connected with you in the first place. And, and I know like one of the earlier times we spoke, you were saying, you know, you kind of uh, want to explore different genres of music. And, 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 I, and I can actually see how even in the few years from, you know, your first songs with like Bombay to I think the song that you just released this year, like Ocean Floor and stuff, like it's like almost two different, but same uh, in a way. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Like this, this is actually like this phase I'm in right now with with my life and obviously my artist, my artist like artistry is fully connected with my personal life. Like I, um, I feel that I'm starting to move away from hip hop, but it's a very organic shift away. It's not like I'm leaving with bitterness away from hip hop and its sound. It's just that I've naturally started to gravitate towards more like deep house techno, lo-fi house sounding music, um, just more electronic in, in, in a lot of ways. And the thing is like, I've never been like, a like I love rap, I love hip hop, but I loved it a lot more when I was like younger, like maybe three, four years ago, I was obsessed. I'm not obsessed today. I still love it. But that obsession kind of drove me a lot to make a very hip hop sounding sound and track and production wise, um, I would be like, okay, this works for hip hop. This works really well for this and that. And in fact, it's not even, it, it's not even like um, this shift happened uh, a long time ago. It kind of like, I've always known that I want to like, um, you know, do different genres of music. And I've been, I've been very intrigued by dance hall, Afrobeat, hip hop, and electronica but uh, my exposure to different kinds of music happened as i kind of uh, ventured out into my college life and you know what i do in the us so before i left for the us i left for the us in 2018 before that i was just fully rap rap even in the us for like my first year i was also like like for my first semester to be honest i was all rap then around 2019 so like two two and a half years ago i started to like explore electronic like i'd always listened to electronic i'd always been like listening to like oh yeah deep house and uh edm and shit when i was younger but i never like you know like you know music genre you kind of see it from afar and you appreciate it but you don't choose to dive into it you might dip your toe into it but like you don't really dive into it and then swim around and see these random new artists that you never thought would like ever appeal to you so like that process was very eye-opening for me because I thought when I was like, like rewind to like when I was 17, 18, I would have thought like, yeah, bro, like rap is everything. No genre is ever going to touch what I feel for rap and hip hop. And I've fully accepted that. So it's not even like I had an open mind. I was just like, yeah, man, like rap is it. Other genres will come and go, but rap is my pinnacle and that's all I can make. 
then I started to figure out that, you know, maybe it's not the case. And now I'm in this phase where, honestly, now I'm in this phase, like, where I'm having a full-scale artist crisis, to be honest. I don't know if I want to be making hip-hop anymore. Like, because like, all, my, all my music so far, primarily, is very hip-hop sounding. In December last year, like December 2020, I decided to, like, um, put out my first house-sounding uh, track, which is uh, a song called Rogue Planet, for which I also did some visuals and stuff. That's, like, very inspired by... Um, lo-fi house which is like a very soft chill genre of deep house which I really enjoy and I I, I basically like the thing is like I start I got into music like making music I didn't get in it to make rap nor did I get in it to like you know uh, for like fame or anything like I don't give a shit about any of that I never thought like I'd be here like with people knowing my music and all that kind of stuff like I, I never thought that ever but um, it happened through rap. So I thought, okay, maybe this is my thing. So I have to stick to rap. But the thing is, like, I don't feel the need anymore to, like, stick to one genre of music at all. Anyways, like, with my with my EP last year, which had Bombay and stuff on it, it also had some elements of, like, uh, dance hall, poppy kind of sounds to it. But um, now I'm in this place where, like, I basically only want to put out music that makes people feel something. And that's the reason why I got into it in the first place. Along the way, I kind of lost myself in the thrill of chasing uh, popularity and streams and this and that and getting more people to listen and becoming like the next like, oh, this, that. Like, I, 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 had, I had that whole process and stuff. And I'm, I'm here now with like, you know, um, I have like a certain amount of presence but it's nothing crazy like i'm not like the next hugest thing here in india or anything but the thing is like i'm not i'm okay with that because i'm still trying to find out what kind of music i'm trying to put out right now people just know me for rap but they don't know that i i can give my listeners a lot more in terms of just emotional value because i want people to like listen to my music and feel like oh fuck man this was crazy like feel like crying kind of stuff so i want to make people feel a lot of like emotions when they listen to my music and I have to figure that out. I haven't been able to like tap into that. But when I released Rogue Planet and like songs like Ocean Floor, people were definitely like understanding this next wave that I'm trying to move into and uh, channel that kind of emotional, like that ethos regarding my sound. As I hide away, I see the brighter days All this time, don't let me throw my whole life away I've been so lost, she asked me what are you hoping for Need the light when I go down to the ocean floor Like, I've been thinking about when you'll be mine space where I'm fully exploring a lot of house I'm exploring a lot of like uh, electronic and I'm just on a hiatus currently from making music I'm doing some features and all for some of my friends but I'm not uh, I'm not making anything of my own until I figure out my shit so I'm just going to be producing for a while I'm going to be producing on my own in silence in my bad cave like uh, experimenting with different sounds but my plan is to basically take some time off because I, I usually release pretty frequently. Like I'm always yeah, yeah. on a new song or like, yeah. I, so I don't, I don't know what it's like to take a break. Like even right now, as I'm telling you and stuff, yeah. I feel so weird just saying it because there's yeah. always something like, Oh, I have to do this for this song. And this is the song after that and all that. So well, I'm, I'm going to give you some info that this, this feeling will never go, dude. You're going to go I through know, your, like life feeling like you're, you're always kind of catching up so i think i think it's fine like yeah, that's never gonna go so uh, but i just wanted to say you know when you were talking about how you were kind of going between these two genres i like i said i felt that it felt natural it felt organic the evolution of you know where you went what you started and where you you're kind of going and i could feel i think uh 
you know i i could feel something that you were trying to that you were trying to communicate something uh mm-hmm. and i didn't feel like it so was it was like, jarring honestly, you know yeah 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 like that's the thing which i'm honestly dealing with right now is this shift from away from hip hop it's it's mainly just a mental thing within myself it's not even like i i'm like looking back on hip hop as if it's like a, oh that's in my past or i'm not looking back on hip hop like oh fuck hip hop i don't give a shit about hip hop anymore i'm i'm trying to deal with this internal shift to a new kind of sound without feeling guilty about leaving hip hop so it's more of like a it's 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 just like a thing within me it's not even like my listeners are going to care that much like it's more of like how i choose to present myself as an artist after i have this shift and i'm secure with myself after knowing that you know there's no guilt involved in in moving away from this genre and moving into some new territory so that's what i'm taking time yeah and plus you don't want to box yourself in that's that's up to other people right like if you start putting yourself in a box then that's the end you're going to exactly, exactly so so that's yeah that's like an almost like a like a you battle you don't want to like fight no no do your do your own thing yeah oh, that's man. the thing i don't i don't even listen to hip hop like the thing is i don't even listen to hip hop anymore like i mean i listen obviously so like i don't listen but it's like in my recently like songs on spotify every like 20 songs maybe you see a hip hop sounding song yeah. Yeah. it's mainly yeah. just electronic so it's weird so what what happens to the name mizuchi then are you going to switch that or keep it no i'll keep it i'll keep it i've thought about this shit as well but i'm going to keep it cuz um i've established certain certain things with this name so i feel like i'll be able to draw people into my new sound via this name as well so yeah. that's also awesome. be fine Yeah, I also wanted to ask you about your like you some of your biggest influences like in terms of music. I mean, I think now maybe you can yeah, you can you can go from what inspired you as a kid to what's inspiring you now. Mhm. Um so like that's like the hardest question because my influences are literally like a vast expanse of all sorts of different like things. So I guess music wise when I was a kid I I like my my dad actually got me into music when I was super super young like when I was basically like a child types and uh, he used to play a lot of old rock in the car and in the house on his CDs and stuff a lot of Eagles Dire Straits you know Eric Clapton um uh, that kind of stuff some 70s 80s rock soft rock i listened to a lot of Aerosmith like basically when I was younger that's all i listened to and it kind of morphed my taste a lot as i got older as i moved into like 2011 around when i was like 12 or whatever i discovered like eminem and eminem became like my it be, he became like everything for me and i listened to eminem non stop like till i was like 16 17 he was like he was like my favorite artist ever and he inspired me a lot to like channel my feelings and express and um just i don't know he was just a huge inspiration for me when i was younger him and j cole like two of my biggest like rap inspirations and kanye i would say these three for sure when i was like younger this is like my biggest thing kanye is still one of my like ongoing inspirations in terms of everything creative so i look up to him a lot but my i would say like my number one creative inspiration of all time would be john bellion he's this artist um who makes like kind of electro pop uh very like very cool sounding stuff but still not so edgy that you know you're 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 pushed away from the you know the 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 magnetic elements of the sound like you should check him out when you can john bellion like i have an audio i'm going to check it yeah yeah okay. yeah not many people know him, but he's very like he, he's not like he's not very out there in terms of um the way he presents himself and markets himself but his music is is insane very emotional and he's involved in the industry in many ways as a songwriter producer and all but he has his own music which is insane and um as a kid he like i used to watch a lot of his making of videos cool so he posts these making of videos on youtube and it's just straight up insane like it's so inspiring it's so inspiring yeah. like i i can watch those make i have already seen them like 100000 times i can still watch them again and again yeah cool so, man yeah. are you going to put out some making off of yours too 
I've thought about it. The thing is like, I don't know how to film it, to be honest. Like these guys, when they make music, they have like some two guys holding cameras and then some cool space and shit. My whole whole process is so solitary. Like I don't even realize, but I'm like in four or five hours in and like, you know, I'm not filmed anything. But yeah, in the future, I'd love to have some making of. So did the kind of pandemic, you know, when we were all like kind of forced to to kind of take a break almost from the rhythm did that did that time actually give you you know the space for you to reflect and think okay i need to i'm going to start experimenting more and with the, like kind of a new sound uh and uh yeah did that did that help or shape your kind of decision i feel like um like my, my, my quarantine time was extremely pivotal in almost all senses of my artistry and stuff because um, I, I, I in, in quarantine, I was just basically thinking about my entire journey a lot. And I was just like, kind of, I was, I was, I was lost in, um, I was lost in like kind of l- looking, I, I was trying to look for the next um, way to like become big at the same time, uh, trying to preserve my own sound and it was a it was a period where I was kind of lost in the process of releasing because I was pretty determined to be the next thing but then along the way I lost myself and I was like what am I doing I didn't enter this for you know this kind of stuff um, but it's fine like it's 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 fine like I, I totally came to terms with the fact that you know Chasing streams, chasing fame, chasing attention is not my thing at all. It was never my thing. And uh, I had to accept that this is not an organic organic way to grow as an artist. And I basically had a lot of lows in quarantine, as I guess everyone did. And at one of my lowest points, I decided to push forward for a new project. So I was working on an album at the time. I had a whole album ready. And then I scrapped the whole album because I was like, this is shit and all that. And then I, I was like, you know, let me start from scratch. And then I put together this EP, which is my myth EP. And um, I decided to play around with some Indian samples, some ethnic sounding beats, which I hadn't done before. And people have always told me like, oh, why don't you involve some Indianness? Why don't you get some Hindi rap and all And I've always been like, you know, like, I, I don't know what to tell them. So. This time I was like, you know, maybe production wise, I can bring in some Indian sounding stuff, but not too tacky and not too in your face kind of stuff. Like, so that's when like I made Bombay and stuff, which uh, basically, yeah, like I made that EP and then I put that out and pretty much my whole life changed. Cause like, I didn't, I, I've been releasing music and stuff before that. And I have an album before my myth EP. It was only four songs and it's like four short songs, not like a big body of work, not very ambitious, but still it was like, it was like people reaching out to me from all sorts of different streams and telling me they've heard this EP and they really like Bombay. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like sitting at home in quarantine. Like I made it on this desk where I'm doing this interview. Like, I don't have any equipment. I don't have anything. I was just using my laptop and I'm just, like, you know, I released the, the EP and it just really put me out there in ways that I never thought I'd be put out. And then after this EP and after Bombay and all that stuff, I was like able to, you know, connect with people who had already heard of me. And even now when I like talk to people, they're like, oh yeah, I've heard Bombay and stuff, which is still very surreal to me. That's amazing that it came out of a after you actually scrapped what you wanted to release and then you just made this for yourself, I think, and and you just put it out, and uh, you know that that's what got like uh, people listening, uh, which is I didn't know that really cool. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, like I I couldn't even like August last year around this time was when the EP was signed to like really pick up some traction and like. 
I had never ever imagined like this kind of stuff would happen fully organically. Like I don't have a manager or a team or any agent or anything like that. So I was just trying to push out my own project by myself and people were really eager to kind of hear my story at that point. And that was sick. Like that was insane. So like, yeah. I mean, since then it's just been a journey, but the thing is like, that was again a very hip hop sounding EP. And now I'm in this place where I don't know if I want to be making hip hop. So I'm in this like weird space. Like, Was this around the same time you were also kind of exploring uh, your clothing label? Um, when did that come about? Like how, how did that happen? Yeah, so like that was, um, so my my partner on this, his name is Yudhi. Him and I are like, he's basically like my childhood best friend. And we were in nursery together. We grew up together. He studies in New York. I study in Boston. So we would meet a lot. And we both are very passionate about um, streetwear, street fashion, and just fashion in general. And um, we thought, you know, uh, why don't we like start our own thing? It was just like a very like, like, why don't we just do it types? It wasn't planned. It wasn't, there was no like, there was no full on business mind to it. We were, we were freshmen in college. So we, we were still like, like we're babies. Like we were like, no, let's start this stuff. And then we tried to like, you know, we tried to like, so we don't even have a background in design. So we was just like us trying to fuck around with concepts, sitting in the park, drawing on like notebooks, color, color pencils, coloring shit. And it was like, um, it was, it was, it was, it was a fun, extremely, extremely, um, like in terms of just stuff I learned heavy journey. And, uh, finally after like one and a half years of conceptualizing and trying to figure out what we wanted to do, we, we, um, we created these four, four designs, which are inspired by, um, inverted states of mind and inverted colors. And uh, that's when, that then when I came back this summer, like literally like two weeks ago, we launched the official collection because we had everything in place finally after working on it, like through the pandemic and remotely. And then we were in the US and, you know, trying to get clothes made in India. And all. It was a big nightmare. Plus my like two kids trying to navigate this world. We don't know shit. So like, it was hard. It was hard. Like we, it was like, definitely a challenge, but we managed to somehow pull it off. And like, you know, people are buying and stuff, which is very surreal to me. Congratulations. I mean, it's, I know from Thank you, man. being in this space, it's not easy to, to bring the whole thing together. I think designing actually might be the easiest part of the whole process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Everything else is, is like, it's like you're moving a mountain to get like the smallest thing done, you know, but uh, yeah, it's amazing. So what is the story behind the brand itself? Like, do you have like a, an elevator so, pitch? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so it's basically like, um, the brand is so when we started we were actually under a different name and then we weren't really feeling this name and stuff and uh, we started to talk about our journey as like just young creators and like what it really means to like you know um harness the creative energy within yourself as a as a youthful like as 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 being part of the youth and uh in 2019 april me and him were in new york and we were just talking we were on the road and stuff and then we were just like you know um we, we were just like we were smoking and shit we were blazing downstairs outside some hotel and then we were talking about how we weren't happy with the name it was under a different name and then we were like you know this is not a cool name we're not feeling ourselves and then we were having some completely different level cosmic conversation about ourselves and our journey and like how much things have changed in school and now we're you know, in college and things are just moving so rapidly. It's hard to keep up with this, with the pace of life. And we wanted to basically put forward like an identity, which kind of expresses this. And at the same time, weaves itself in, in and out of different themes that we wanted to like showcase through future designs. So our brand, is a lens. It's just, a, that's how I look at it. It's a lens which people can view things in a different way, not through a, not through a judgy way, not through like any opinionated way. It's just a lens to look, to look at things in a more artistic way. And uh, that's what gave birth to Yves. We wrote our initials on some construction pillow and um, we were like, oh, look, man, our names are on this pillow and shit. And then we were just, we were just looking at it. We were like, you know, this looks, I like the way the letters go together. Like, and then we're like, you know, what if Wait, this what is, is our the, name? Like, what does it mean? We've... 
it do, it doesn't mean shit it's an identity that we've created it's basically okay, like okay. A, yeah yeah so it's like it's yeev is like the letters of our names like yuti and varun but that's not what the brand is about it's not about us yeah. it's yeah, just yeah. an identity that was created by fluke by looking at the way the letters interact with one another and the way it sounds so we basically wanted to give birth to a new age life form like a cyber more like a uh, youth oriented uh life form with a lens which can you know be a part of different themes different design concepts and just establish itself as as a new name like there's no meaning behind it but the meaning comes from the designs and the way it's presented so that's very much it's very abstract i honestly find it so hard to explain what it what it means or like what it is and stuff but it just is so yeah no, it's just like, an idea. yeah i like your starting point and uh, you know congratulations again and i i want to see Thank you so much. You know, where where this goes and maybe how this also interweaves with your musical journey i think it could man. it could be like a powerful like dual aspect that you have going on um so i'm uh, intrigued where that goes um i wanted to ask you about like inspiration where, where do you where do you go when you're seeking inspiration or is there like a ritual that you have or is it so um i i i i honestly don't go anywhere like i don't like seek so i don't know it's like i i don't really know like i i don't i'm not like looking for and i'm i'm always by default looking for inspiration but it's so subconscious that i'm not actually i don't realize that i'm looking but i'm just imbibing stuff and then whatever sits with me the be- in in the best way becomes inspiring like from the smallest things to like certain materials to like the way certain things are placed on a desk to like the way somebody's like somebody's dressed to the way you know an app is designed or of course music and clothes and all all of the direct stuff um i don't know i just find myself getting inspired by almost everything in my daily life it's just about then what sits right with me in that moment and what my mood is at the time but if i'm really looking to get inspired i'm very inspired by like anime and stuff i watch a lot of the anime uh, i'm into films and stuff i like watching films music of course and mainly i would say like I, like right now like as i was saying i'm in this space where, like i'm taking a break from music i'm feeling a bit uninspired like i don't really know even if i were to make a song today and make i and make like a hip hop sound i would be able to do it and i would be able to write some stuff but it would be very similar to what i've written before and mm-hmm. kind of production wise also i'm hitting a ceiling so it sound like what i what i've made before so which is why i'm looking forward now to like kind of usually what i would do is like my approach has fully changed as a result of this whole space that i'm in because i would always like anything i feel inspired by i would immediately just think oh shit i'm going to make this into a song like i would think twice like i'll just be like yeah this this is what i'll use for my next track but now i want to be in a space where wow this inspired me that's it i'm just going to let it sit within me i'm going to let it like i'm going to let it digest and then i'm going to see if it still sits with me in a way in a week or so while i'm still out there and vibing different things so i want it to be like an energy change within me i don't want to like just look at shit and be like oh okay now this song now that song kind of thing so now when i go to the us i'm just going to you know keep my eye out for things that i like and just see where it takes me it's a very like it's a very random process honestly bro like it's it's like i don't know how to explain no it's interesting that you're so like kind of self reflective which i think is is cool um uh but in bombay like for example now you were saying you know you feel uh a little bit uninspired like now if you had to go around in bombay where would you go like do you have a spot do you have a neighborhood do you have a place uh yeah i guess honestly like i wouldn't even i i don't even think i've ever like gone around bombay to be inspired i feel like i should do that but honestly like in in bombay I would say Bombay for me like coming home and stuff from college is not even about the city it's about my it's about my um it's about my relationships that I have here in the city yeah, and uh, that's definitely something that has come to come to like my attention through my experiences in college where I meet people from other parts of the world who often don't have that many relationships that they can fall back on from high school or from their home city yeah. hometown kind of stuff and that's when i started to see the difference between this whole like collective uh, 
you know this collective uh, culture versus this individualistic uh, society culture which is in the us and yeah. and then that's what made me realize that like you know i am who i am because of my relationships my friends my family that kind of stuff and these people like these people in the us like they don't put that much importance on like family and like you know just like uh, relationships that they want to keep for life kind of stuff it's a very like you're for yourself and you do things for yourself and that kind of culture which is fine like you know uh, it's not like i'm going on that shit it's just like i come from a totally different point of view just by virtue of being an indian and stuff and that's how to um, become apparent to me in terms of how i think about being inspired so it's not even like when i'm in bombay it's more about my interactions with people that inspire me and meeting new people or like spending time with the same people but in different places having different conversations like that's the most inspiring thing to me like it doesn't matter where i am obviously where i am makes a huge difference like if i'm in some beautiful space it's by default i'm going to get inspired it's all about context like and also dualities like you know putting juxtaposing one against the yeah. other that makes you appreciate but once again super like, reflective man like i really i like that answer <laughs> i wasn't expecting such a deep answer for that but i don't know man <laughs> i mean a uh, super cool dude so uh i mean for me like the reason i asked was when i i lived in new york for 8 years and you know one of the places i would go to it might be cliched but i would just walk into the moma because we had a i had like a like a free pass with the school over there so it was just such an easy place to go and you know when you just start getting uh you know walk around and start kind of absorbing all these you know like um kind of stories images it just kind of kind of provokes your imagination and you know in different ways so oh, yeah. i'm just curious how like one would get you know that kind of inspiration in india cuz like you were saying india's the the environment is so different right it's like it's um, yeah i don't know it's which, which is why i was curious and bombay anyway has so much to offer as a city so yeah uh, yeah visually I mean, also like, it's like so different yeah absolutely visually it's an entirely different it's own landscape like it's it's hard to even explain to my friends in college what bombay looks like because they don't even know what to think like they think like oh india they just think like taj mahal and shit they don't know what to think when you say bombay like i had to like show them on google maps like this is marine drive and stuff and even then they're like oh fuck this is a weird looking city because like every other city well it's very more like it's much more out there in terms of metropolitan and stuff bombay is more like you know it's own vibe so um Yeah I mean like I I or I in in the US I'm I'm going to art museums and stuff a lot I go to the MoMA in New York also quite a bit and it's like out there I I feel like in New York and in 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 cities like Boston and stuff in the US it's it's kind of like much more established in terms of arts culture because there are a lot of places to go and a lot of places to like just take as like a normal day out you know like you can go to a museum you can go to like a concert there's like gigs happening on the weekends like this summer when i was in boston and new york i would like go to these like random raves and gigs and meet people over there and the conversations i have with these strangers would like be like wow this is like so amazing like what the fuck you know i would never be able to like i've never had this in bombay but that's also cuz like i left i feel like the reason why i don't know enough places to go to go to in bombay to feel inspired even though i i could like i could just like find a place and go and feel inspired is is because i kind of left to go to the us at the time in my life where i was pretty much like like i didn't know shit i wasn't like this i wasn't at all in any way like looking to feel inspired or think about things in a conceptual way at all i was fresh out of school i was like okay now i'll go to the us like you know it wasn't anything like i didn't think i was on this journey like this like 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 the self reflective like this journey within kind of thing i never thought about it until i was like midway into college and now i'm going to be a senior so i'm looking at things in a completely different way that i used to when i started college or even not even started college that's the a different identity like even midway through college like it's it's crazy how much this like growth and change happens in such a short time especially like this age like like you know 20 21 kind of stuff like So from your perspective I mean this is a question I I ask uh, you know people I talk to and I I just like you know what people have to say uh do you think kind of creativity comes from is like an instinct like a moment of inspiration or does it come from re- repetition you know from doing things over and over again like what is your take on that I have always thought it was like a moment where it just hits you and you feel inspired 
but in quarantine as i was saying like when i was when i was feeling inspired but nothing crazy and it's not like i had stimulants to like kind of feel inspired i was in my house in my room like there's nothing new unless i was like i'll just dive into like my tv or like some shit like that which i don't really i don't vibe with so um i would find myself i i kind of i discipline myself to sit every day and try to make beats just just like that i just told myself I have to put out a project this summer and my album got scrapped so I have to work on the new EP now so I'll sit every day whether or not I like it and I'll try to put some shit together and the thing is like very often when I'm looking to make a new track I'm not, I don't have any idea of what it's going to sound like I fully go like every millisecond is like oh oh like it's 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 i don't know it's very random so i'll look for samples then i'll look for drums and i'll see oh do these drums go with this sample maybe i'll switch to sample maybe i'll switch to drums maybe i'll shut down the laptop and this not produce today like it's a very erratic extremely like um mood based uh process where i'm like you know it completely depends on the way things are flowing but in a lot of places this co- in quarantine last year i'd find myself pushing myself even when i didn't like the way things were sounding just to try and fix things that i thought in other ways would be unfixable in terms of how the sound goes with one another which which leads me to like basically believe that because i've experienced this whole like repetition and discipline and like practice kind of wave through quarantine it definitely works and it definitely pushes your pushes your own mind to take in inspiration from things that you didn't think would give you inspiration so like that's that's what i think but as a person myself like as this like as by virtue of who i am i feel like my inspiration comes very like like a zoom when i get inspired kind of like in a mood kind of thing like oh shit this is by the shit army and i said noting down shit in my notes and all like or oh, i'll take pictures i like taking pictures a lot i take a lot of pictures documentation uh, is, imp- is important right like absolutely writing photographing or recording so that you remember cuz i go back to my archive of notes from even 6 7 years ago and some of the stuff i'm looking at i'm like what was i thinking but you know some of it you're like wow this actually is pretty deep it's like Yeah, because at that at that context, I didn't do anything with it, but now I'm like able to actually do something with the same thought I had ten years, like six years ago, whatever. So it's super it's interesting totally. that process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's been amazing talking to you. Uh, you know, Absolutely, I think man. I've really, really gotten a sense of you know who you are as a person, as an artist, and you know, I I feel that you have like definitely like an upward trajectory going somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe a psychology teacher. Who knows, dude? I don't know. <laughs> but uh do you have any final words uh, what's if you want to like talk about something that's coming up or anything you want to say i don't know man i think i've pretty much said everything like <laughs> this was sick man like this is definitely like one of my favorite interviews i've ever had like nice. definitely got me thinking got me cool. like in my feels cool <laughs> appreciate it man well then uh thank you so much for your time again and uh you know uh next time we meet hopefully will be soon this is everything being normal though. why is everything so fucked tender i'm so numb but i'm loving this feeling call my phone every night when i'm dreaming